0: Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Hello, enlightened investors. Welcome back to the show. Once again, delighted to be back with you. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Have you ever wondered about owning an Airbnb? I know many of us have, but few of us have scaled to the level that our guest Ali. Nichols has scaled too. So today we're going to learn how not to just have one Airbnb, but hundreds of them. So, Allie Nichols is the co founder and the CEO of Getaway, which offers fractional investing in premier cash flowing vacation rental properties where investors benefit from cash flow, appreciation, and travel. Previous to Getaway, she led numerous teams, including a Pat Bungalow, a real estate property tech store. Start up. So, Ali, take us into the show and share a memorable experience that helped you to be who you are today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I think one of my most formative experiences and led me to the path and where I am today was as a kid, probably around 10 or 11 years old, every Sunday after church, I would go through the Oregonian newspaper where I grew up in Oregon and circle all of the open houses that I thought were interesting in the neighborhood. and then beg my parents to drive me all around town to look at each house. And the funny part was, is even as a 10-year-old, I wasn't excited about like, oh, this big, beautiful house. It was all about the opportunity and the optimization in the deal. Wow. And so I would I would sit there and try and tell my parents, you know, if we traded into this house, I think based on what we're seeing, I think the house you own is worth this, We could trade into this house, this neighborhood's appreciating, it's in a better school district, the property has better views, things like that. I was picking up on those different characteristics and how they were valued, and I loved it. It was part of my entire childhood, teenage years, and so forth. So my love for residential real estate definitely started at a young age, but very much the aspect of how do we find the best deal um, and how do we optimize the property to drive the most value. So that's kind of you know led me throughout my career to get back into a space and be able to start a prop tech company that focused on just that, optimizing residential real estate to, to produce the best results.
0: What a precocious 10 year old. Were there any adults in your life that were feeding that or
1: you know, it's so funny, neither one of my parents were in the real estate profession. So as a family, they had owned a few long-term rental properties on the side. So I grew up around the property management aspect. But beyond that, I don't know what drew me to this field, but it's just always been something super interesting to me and something I feel like I understand.
0: Well, uh, that is fascinating. You have had quite a career here and having control of hundreds of Airbnb, that just sounds in many ways overwhelming to me. So Ali, tell us about building that platform and how you have done that so that really essentially everyone who wants to be a real estate investor can take advantage of that.
1: Yeah. So with Getaway, we are building a real estate investing platform that enables everyone accredited and non accredited investors alike to be able to fractionally invest in cash flowing short term rental properties or Airbnb properties. You know, prior to Getaway, I had spent a long time at another real estate startup building out similar functionality, but for the long term rental space for institutional clients. Whereas with getaway, we're really, really focused on how we can bring access to investing in real estate to consumers and all retail investors. So with that, like we really focus on finding incredible investments and then bringing in hundreds of investors into each property where they can own a percentage of that property and earn cash flow and appreciation from that. And you had mentioned this earlier too. So one really unique thing about our platform versus other opportunities in the market is. As an investor, you're also able to access all of the homes in the getaway network for discounted stays. So your investment is first and foremost in the real estate, but has this really amazing added bonus of being an investor in your travel and lifestyle.
0: Well, that is very interesting. I think many of our viewers and listeners, I think, really probably have some concept of what you're talking about when you're talking about fractional investing. But give us a little more detailed explanation as to what is fractional investing.
1: Yeah. So with Getaway and, and how we think about fractional investing is it's truly ownership of a single property in our case. And it can start anywhere from $100 up to $100,000. So whatever you're able to invest and feel comfortable with. And when you invest in a specific property, you're actually buying the equity portion and ownership of the property. So we look at every property. We have leverage on the property or mortgage, essentially, up to a certain percentage. And then we're essentially selling off the equity portion or more common terms like a down payment to our investors, then their ownership stake is proportional to the percent of equity they've purchased. And so then they make the cash flow or rental income an appreciation based on that ownership percentage.
0: So this really, this particular concept you're talking about is actually new to me. I mean, I'm familiar with syndication and joint ventures. Yep. This. This is essentially a new legal framework that I'm not particularly familiar with. So you say that you have opportunities for an investor who wants to invest $100 up to $100,000. And it's in ownership of a particular property. So it doesn't sound to me like it's not a fund. It is actually investing in a specific property. Is this correct?
1: Correct. So as of right now, that's how we've launched the pat- platform is you have true agency in choosing the properties you actually want to be invested in, whether that's like a specific market or a specific property. You know, the, As an investor, you get to pick, which is a benefit over you know a fund model where you're investing more into a thesis. As we grow, we do have plans to also launch more fund models or we're calling them collections where you can think about like, maybe I want a l- exposure to the Florida coastal market from a short-term rental perspective, because they're such strong year-round seasonality, like aren't impacted as much by seasonality. So there's going to be opportunities down the road. But as of today, it's an individual property.
0: So how, if I wanted to to do this, how would I go about doing
1: super easy. You would check us out at getaway.co, so .co. Go and you can learn more about the company and, and our thesis and who we are. But if you're interested in the investment, click on the properties link, view the, the investment offerings that are currently being offered, and then you can invest directly on the site. It actually takes less than five minutes to go through the entire flow. And so that's the other thing that that's a huge benefit of what we're offering and simple, really accessible way to get started in real estate or to continue to grow your real estate portfolio and get exposure to short-term rental assets.
0: So this isn't an investment in an LLC. It's not an investment in syndication. It is actually an investment in a property. So do I...
1: Get- One correction there. Just to make sure I clarify. So when you are buying the ownership interest, you're buying ownership interest in an LLC that owns a
0: single property. Okay. Okay. That answers my next question here because I was going to ask if we get the deed, but if we're investing in an LLC... The LLC is a holding company, we don't get the deed. I believe that you were indicating we in doing this, we can advantage of the appreciation. But if it's in the LLC, we probably are not going to be take to be able to take advantage of the depreciation. Is that correct?
1: So we will we will be taking advantage of depreciation at the the property level for the taxable income. So all of the tax oh, okay. benefits will still be Occur at the property level.
0: At the property level. Okay. Okay. Well, that that makes sense then. So, what what about liquidity? Could I buy my share of fifty thousand dollars today and tomorrow sell that? Yeah,
1: it's a great question. So, as of right now, we're viewing every property with a five to seven year hold period, really trying to take advantage of real estate cycles and and maximize appreciation on on the tail end. That being said. One thing that we're actively working on as a company is being able to launch what we're calling like a secondary trading marketplace, which would allow investors to then be able to remarket shares that they have today on our website and find potential buyers within that five to seven year hold period. So that is on our roadmap to create more liquidity in the system. But very much so, if you're looking at this as an investment today, this is a longer term hold product. And if that's not something that's interesting, I'm, I don't think it's the right fit
0: for you at this point in mm-hmm. time. Yeah. yeah. But is the product flexible enough that, well, I could put in 5000 today and purchase an interest in a property. Could I go back to that same property a month from now, another 5000 on that particular property?
1: So you're able to invest as many times as you want within a specific property until the property is 100% sold out. So there's a limited, there's a finite amount of equity available. And once we hit that 100% of equity sold, they'll be closed for additional investment. But we're continuously adding more and more properties to the platform. So there'll always be more opportunities to invest in different offerings.
0: Okay, well, excellent. So these are all Airbnb properties and we have a fractional ownership in it. So my other concern would be, since I'm investing in this, I certainly want to be sure that this property is managed correctly. So tell us about management.
1: Yeah. So this is where the co-founding team and management team really bring a lot of expertise. So my co-founder and I, before, were at another prop tech, but property management company where we we had close to 2,000 units under management. And so we're bringing a lot of the expertise from that experience to getaway. And we actually handle management of the properties in-house. We feel very strongly that having skin in the game and being holding ourselves accountable for our investors is really really important especially in the short-term rental space where operating the these types of properties is the most important thing to the success from a revenue perspective and hitting you know your revenue target and and so forth so all of the properties are managed under getaway
0: and I mean, the Airbnb is management intensive In I mean, it's like a hotel. So do you own properties all across the country or you are specialized in a particular area?
1: So we're, we're national.
0: Okay. So that sounds like a massive management. Complexity to me. So, how are you managing properties nationwide, keeping that all in house and staying on top of? Because Airbnb has a rating system, and every customer can rate. And there are customers if they find one hair on the bathroom sink, they're going to give you a one rating. Yeah. So it's intensive, and it has to be precision and perfection. So, how are you managing all that?
1: Yeah, of course. So. We're super fortunate to have used a mixture of first-party built technology and products as well as integrating with some of the third-party softwares that exist out there that do make managing properties more streamlined in the sense of we have a central command center for all of our properties. That's like a huge, huge advantage. In terms of the -the on-the-ground support, because this is an on-the-ground, boots-on-the-ground type of business, and... We're really focused and on one of my top priorities is finding incredible vendors that we partner with and can share in the revenue with as well. So, you know, number one key before we go into a market is building out our, our bench, so to speak, of maintenance, help of cleaners, as well as, you know, operational support as well. And so... With that, once we have those three pieces in mind with redundancies and backup plans, we'll feel comfortable in terms of launching a new market or purchasing a property in a new market. But those are top of mind. And and then close management over all of these different vendors is a huge aspect and something that we're constantly thinking about. Yeah.
0: And I expect you have regional as well as local management, as I'm assuming you're not doing it all from headquarters. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So it's a mixture of people within the, like focusing on different areas in market.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. So what about diversification? I mean, this is all Airbnb, but talk to us about diversification.
1: Diversification. So we think a lot about diversification is across markets and being able to find properties that potentially are different, you know, peak season. And so then for our investor pool, it's like, because the dollar amount, the minimums to invest are much lower than a lot of other Real estate opportunities. You could say, you know, say I have ten thousand dollars to invest. I could put five thousand dollars into a mountain property and five thousand dollars into a beach property. Where now I'm diversifying across the different offerings and I'm getting to pick markets and homes that I'm excited about as well. So that's that's kind of how we think about diver- diversification specifically for our customers and investors is just offering. More well rounded, like covering all seasons of the year as well from a peak revenue perspective.
0: Well, what could one expect in, say, that someone invests $10,000? What kind of cash flow could they reasonably expect?
1: Yes. So, first and foremost, I have to say that no guarantee the return or no guarantee, no returns are guaranteed, excuse me. But as we're underwriting properties, we're really looking to target a 6 to 12% cap on cash right now with hope that there's revenue growth in a specific market. So we're looking at you know, what are the trends of people wanting to visit there? Are there new developments going in? Is there a new attraction that would bring more people to the area so that there's opportunities over the next five-year period that this is gonna become an even more desirable location for folks to travel to. But again, as we're underwriting and looking at deals, really that six to twelve percent right now is the sweet spot in terms of what will pull the trigger on. So
0: what about distributions? Are they monthly? Are they quarterly? Great question. How's that go?
1: Yeah. So rental dividends are paid out quarterly across the board. Okay. Well we are
0: from what everybody seems to think and feel, there's a lot of uncertainty in totally. in the United States at this particular time, and nobody's really sure where the economy is going to go. So, what is the short term rentals for the immediate future, and what is it for the long haul?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. Something I spend a lot of time looking into. You know, it's really interesting. So we saw peak demand in 2021 from. Travel perspective. Everyone has been thinking, like, you know, will travel crash? You know, if this impending recession, will we see folks spending less money in in the travel industry and hospitality? And it's been really interesting if you compare where we're at in 2022 to pre-pandemic levels. So 2019, we're still up in the short-term rental industry 13% on the demand side, even though since 2019, there's been 50% 50% more supply added to a platform like Airbnb. Does that mean we're wow. up even more from a short-term rental perspective? And I think really the sentiment post-COVID and what we've seen from customers and, and user research and studies and things like that is like travel and experiences and spending time with friends and family are here to stay and be a prioritized. There was a really interesting study that just came out from McKinsey, a consumer research study where it asked Americans you know, if you were to come into $10,000 of winning, how would you spend the money? And the first thing was savings and or debt, paying that off. And the second thing was travel. The second oh top choice God. was travel. And it was roughly 17% of that would be allocated to travel. So our thesis and and thought looking forward is we, we might see a slowdown across the industry, but we think that travel specifically staying in short-term rentals where you can access more space and kind of get more bang for your buck compared to a hotel with multiple bedrooms, living room, kitchen is here to And be very prevalent. And specifically for us at Getaway, one thing we're really focused on is really going after mid-tier rentals. So avoiding the super high end, which, you know, I have a thesis will take a larger hit in a downturn and playing into a world where your price per bedroom is significantly more economical than staying in the hotel two blocks down the street.
0: Very interesting. You touched on another point that there has been a huge addition to Airbnbs within the last couple of years here. Which brings up another concern for me. Actually, I was doing a little bit of research into the Airbnb market just right here in our area. And what I have come to realize that our particular area, which is in the Smoky Mountains, is a very saturated area. And it's very, very saturated. I was looking at the July bookings on a number of different properties and beautiful properties where only they had maybe a quarter of their openings that were booked. So, what what about that aspect of saturation? It's it's such a low entry point. You can make your garage into an Airbnb. <laughs> so I mean anybody can enter the market. So there's that aspect of saturation. So talk to us about
1: that. Yeah, so you're seeing so in the market in general, you're seeing some themes emerge where you know a lot of people have seen an opportunity to make additional revenue and income from this concept. So there was been a flood into the market of listings. And with that, you're really starting to see these kind of more professional type hosts emerge and those types of properties like really winning and beating out the, ra- the middle of the pack. And a lot of things come down to how your listing is presented around design, amenities, you know, photography, and even the listing copy. There's just I, could, I wish I could show you like two examples back to back, but you see night and day where mm-hmm. there's somebody who's really you know taking a more professional angle to marketing the property than I would say 85% of the platform does. So there's really clear, there's kind of a clear playbook of how to win, but not very many people do because it costs time and money to do so. Yeah. So that's one piece that we're really focused on with our properties. And then in terms of, of with Getaway, specifically of you know one benefit for us is we do have a very engaged investor community into these homes that we can engage to also stay and and enjoy the properties themselves so if you're traveling to a market where you've invested in a getaway property or there just is a getaway property our hope is that you'll look at that property before going to yeah. the world of of just the airbnb platform to see if it's if something that fits your needs.
0: Right. Well, we're unfortunately, we're out of time here, but you just brought up the other aspect of marketing and actually our the episode that's airing just before yours, that is actually what we were talking about was marketing. And that sounds like such a simple thing, but it is an extraordinarily complex thing. And I can understand yeah. how the more professional market in the Airbnb is going to probably really overwhelm the, the competition because, I mean, most people going into the Airbnb business, quite frankly, marketing is is probably one of the last things they think about. Fact. And well, it really shows if you start going through the, the Airbnb listings, you can you can really tell quite a difference there. Well, Ali, it's been wonderful having you. Very informative conversation and priceless information. So enlightened investors, thank you so much for being with us. And please be back with us in our next episode. And if you like this episode, be sure to like us on YouTube and also give us a warm and wonderful rating. Ali, thanks for being with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This is author. Awesome.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance, brought to you by Steve Talker Capital, a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steve Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steve Talker Capital. Working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish
1: abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at stevetucker.com.